Welcome to the Whistling Beautiful podcast, a personal journal as a podcast which focuses on life events, life stories, love, relationships, romance, food, pretty much anything and all things beautiful. I am your host today. My name is Whistling Beautiful, also known as Lola, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Keep listening. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Sunday. It's January 26th, 2020. Bright sunny day out here in California. Unfortunately, it's sad. Um, today they announced the loss, um, the loss of a very popular Lakers member, who was popularly known as the Black Mamba. That's Kobe Bryant passed away at 41 in a helicopter crash, alongside his daughter, about 13 years old. May the souls of the departed rest in peace. So right now I'm chilling with my girlfriends and we're having dessert so dessert like chin chin and granuts type of dessert and wine and um i have two of them up in here judith judith smith and ada enugu so ada enugu is visiting from houston texas i guess you all know her popular um youtuber and she just got her hair locked sister locked she's looking good Follow her on Instagram at baby D O K, like baby B A B Y D I O K A Y. All right, so we're talking about our past relationships and we're trying to move forward in 2020. So, pretty much this year, I intend to be intentional about dating or like meeting people. And um, we are trying to figure out you know, what are the boundaries? Cause I think everyone should have boundaries in whatever it is they do relationship wise, or, you know, even dealing with coworkers, parents, family, you should have certain boundaries you can't cross or your limits. So we are going to be talking about our deal breakers. So what is your deal breaker? What is it that you will not be able to accept? What is it that will end, you know, a potential date for you? You know, so you meet a guy or you meet a great girl and there's something about that person that it's like, you know what, I can't deal with this because at the end of the day, this is a life. You're trying to make a life decision. So you want to spend the rest of your life with this person. So what is it that will terminate that, that will cause death in whatever it is you're trying to start? So I'm going to, you know, pass the baton to Judith and Adainogo. So we'll start with Adainogo. She's going to introduce herself. What up, what up, what up? How are you guys doing? Uh, this is Adainogo. Um, thank you so much for welcoming me to your podcast. And um, today it's nice sharing wine and roundtable talk with you two beautiful women. And like we're saying for me, in terms of deal breaker, it's the four things on my list that I feel like is very important. And one of them is God. The second one is finances. The third one is sex. The fourth one is communication. And the reason why I say God is because to me, I believe, you know, I'm not one, I'm not going to say I'm one of those church women that clap, clap, clap all the, all, every day in the church and all this stuff. But to me, you have to believe in God. You have to be, you know, a Christian like me. I cannot be with a Muslim. 
I cannot be with, you know, somebody that's an Islamic and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being Muslim or being any other religion. It's just that I was brought up as a Christian and I do believe in God. So I have to have that person and I believe in Jesus Christ. I have to have that person that we both share the same value when it comes to religion. I want to be able to go to church with my husband my you know my daughter and all this stuff and people always say to you it doesn't matter religion doesn't matter as long as both of you love each other and to me i feel like it does matter because it's easier to say it's not a problem when it's just you two as long as you two respect each other's religion but at the same time when kids are involved it becomes a problem because if i marry a muslim it's like do you know i, I would like them to go to church with me he would like them to go to you know, what is it with them, a uh, mosque with them. So it creates conflict. It's easier when a relationship doesn't involve kids, but once kids get involved, it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of the things about, you know, dating people from dating, um, a person who is not in the same, who doesn't have the same religion as you. So mm -hmm. imagine, I know you're Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. So are you going to date a non-Catholic? Yes, as long as they believe in God and Jesus Christ. Because Catholics do believe in God and Jesus Christ. People always assume that they worship Mary. But that's not what Catholicism is. They, they what is it, recognize Mary because her role in Christian faith is very important. It's not easy to be, a, you know, Jesus' mother. So they give her the respect, but they don't worship Mary. They still believe in Jesus Christ, the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. They believe in God. So it's just... People not understanding the whole practice of Catholicism. And yeah, I don't mind if the person is Anglican, Methodist, as long as they don't worship Satan. It's okay with me. Okay, so uh -huh. um, when it comes to different, like, um, what do you call it? So imagine you have an Anglican, a Baptist, uh -huh. or Mormon. You know, like, when you look at their doctrines and it's totally different from being Catholic. You know, I know it has caused a lot of problems. So people will tell you, oh, I'm not going to marry a Catholic. I'm not going to marry a Jehovah's Witness, you know, because their doctrines are totally like different. So how do you cope with that? You marry a Christian, you guys do not have the same, um, you're not from the same, what do you call it? Is it denominational? Yeah, there's you some, know, Pentecostal will say, oh, they don't want them to... that I will not marry. I know Jehovah's Witness, I don't believe in their doctrine. Mormon, I don't believe in their doctrine, but if it's like Methodist, you know, Pentecostal, you know, Catholic, I don't have a Anglican, I don't have a problem with that. So once you have that first conversation with the person and the person tells you, oh, well, I don't think this is going to work because you're Catholic and I don't like Catholics. Then, a then it's not a good fit. Like to me, when it comes to relationship, we both have to have the same value, you know, similar, not exactly the same, but similar value. But if, if it's a deal breaker for that person, then it's not going to work out. I don't force relationships nowadays. So, so are you going to, um, if you meet a good guy, a guy who has all the other things that you've mentioned mm -hmm. as a non-deal breaker, mm -hmm. um, but he, he's neither Christian nor Muslim, but more of an agnostic. You could define agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're so, words on no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so... Um, in late terms, agnostic, um, means believing that there's a higher being, mm -hmm. but you, you're open to the interpretation of that higher being in different religions. So there's God, but you see God in say, um, the way Buddhists, you know, that there's a God in Buddhism, there's a God in Hinduism or whatever it is. Uh, there's a God in Catholicism and 
you know. So they believe in God, they believe but they don't hold, something superior. But they don't, they don't hold call it one and say that it's God. No, they, I want somebody that believes that there's God and there's Jesus Christ. That's what I believe. So you, you it has to be Jesus. Jesus, God, Jesus God. Christ, or God, yeah. Okay. That's that's to me the definition of being a Christian. You have to believe in Jesus Christ. I think that's the difference between Muslims and Christians. Muslims don't believe that Jesus, this, you know, Jesus is, you know, the Son of God. They believe that Jesus is a prophet, mm-hmm. and you know, they believe there's God. So those are two different things between Muslims and Christians. So I do believe in Jesus, and I do believe in God. So we both have to have similar things, you know, faith. Okay, one of the things that I realized over the past couple of years is there's some people who are Christian and there's some people who are practicing Christians because that's the difference between Muslim and Christians. Mostly Muslims, their religion is like a lifestyle for them. Mm-hmm. Us Christians just define Christianity as just going to church. Church. Oh yeah. So you know what? What um in that department, where do you fall? You are you thinking about somebody who just goes to church or? You know, someone that... How you treat people. Christianity is... You know, I, I see what you're talking about because there's a lot of fake Christians out there. Yeah, but that's humanity. Lot, though. Yeah, How you treat yeah. people pretty much How you is treat people exactly. is so also that's part of where... it. It's also part of it because there's some people that just go to church to fill up the chair in the church, but then they just... they. Yeah, I guess... Okay. I, I see what you're talking about. Okay, so maybe... I, I won't call myself... I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm a Christian, but... Yeah, but I'm not, like, hardcore... But I would Christian say I'm, I'm, I'm practicing like... Christian, because if we look at the definition of being Christian, if I look at the Ten Commandments... Being like Jesus. I, 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 um... I've probably failed in the Old Testament. <laughs> like, yeah. The like, Old Testament doesn't. Really... I, it's not like I probably failed. I have failed woefully. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we are all sinners, and it, we yeah. all. But the thing is, when you say God as a deal breaker, you know, like a relationship with God as a deal breaker for you, when you get married, what are your goals in terms of God in your relationship? Because it's not I about going to church. Can, yeah, somebody I can pray with. Okay. Somebody that, you know, we both can raise our children to believe that there is God, mm-hmm. you know, ju- you know, do the teachings of Jesus Christ in our home. Okay. So that's my own thing when I say like having that similar, you know, faith or whatever. Be- I don't want someone that I'm teaching my children about Jesus Christ. It's like because they don't believe in Jesus Christ, it becomes a problem for them. They don't want their children to learn about Jesus Christ. Because they don't but suppose they're even open to that. Suppose because I, I've been in. I mean, I've seen families where the 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 child was raised in two different um, religions. Mm-hmm. One parent was Muslim. One parent was Christian. Mm-hmm. And the child was fine. I yeah. mean, um, suppose that you have a husband who cherishes you enough to mm-hmm. go about your devotion yeah. and cherish your children enough to leave the lifestyle that you wish them to leave and he respects that he doesn't yeah. stop you from going to church and on sunday and all mm-hmm. that stuff in fact he might even hold your hands and say let's do let's do prayer once in a while but he wouldn't go there yeah i i get that i wouldn't have a problem with that i would like that if somebody can support my faith or whatever but i think my thing is that for me my fear is that people tend to make promises until they get into that situation situation like i said somebody will say to you oh i can be muslim you can be christian it's not a problem i don't have right. a problem with that right as long as we both respect each other's you know uh religions but my problem is that when kids get involved sometimes people change their mind but and say they don't want that because me it's not what i like today it's what i like today I, I, we change exactly as we evolve. 
So there have been some situations where it was not a absent situations where it was not a problem when they were dating and they got married when it was just two of them and kids came, it became a problem. I've seen situations where it's not a problem. Yeah, and, and to add to that, I've seen a situation where the husband was Christian and the girl was Buddhist, but non-practicing Buddhism. Uh, they got married and now she's out. the one, you know, that goes to church and homeboy doesn't go to church, you know, yeah. Yeah. and she talks about God and all that stuff. And the person who was strong before is not the strong one anymore. So you get those situations in life and life triggers that, you know, I'm mm -hmm. not sure what made him stop, but you know, the same psyche that made him stop triggered something beautiful in her mm -hmm. that made her stop, you know. So, I mean, I, I respect what you're saying with the fact that you want someone who, you want to be sure that the person has God and Christ in him. But, you know, to add to what Lola said, there are people who change, you know, after those, uh, those defining moments in their life. Or um, you, you, can't, you can find yourself in a situation where you, you, you think everything should be cookie cutter. And then you get that cookie cutter and you probably be the one that'll be like, oh my God, this guy prays too much. Suppose right. <laughs> you'll be like, oh my God, can we end this prayer? I mean, I know I love God. He loves me. Kumbaya. Uh, kumbaya. <laughs> but, but it's funny though, you know, I grew up in a Muslim family. My mom was practicing Christian and I went to Catholic school. Uh -huh. So you can just imagine. So I guess in my parents' marriage, I don't think like the whole religion thing was much of a factor. Uh -huh. They were just able to, you know, live through it and endure it. And, you know, for us, religion was finding what it was that made us comfortable, uh -huh. you know, cause I can't remember ever going to Arabic school. Uh -huh. You know, I never, I can't remember doing any of those things. You know, once in a while on Fridays, I go to Juma and you know, the whole thing was a lot confusing. So yeah. I just kind of stuck to what it was that I knew. And as uh -huh. I grew up, I kind of just go, went with the flow until I was able to find what was perfect for me. For you. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. oh, yeah. Even as adults, you know, as you get older, yeah, you have to find your own self. You mm -hmm. have to discover who you are as a person. And if you even want to continue as a Christian or you don't yeah. want to continue yeah, as, as a Christian, Christian. Right. I've seen some Christian that became Muslim. I've seen Muslim become Christians. But it's just at that early stage, I want to let them know that there is God. There is, you know, as, as they get older, they have the right. I cannot control them anymore. They have the right to make their decision. But it's just me having, you know, I don't want you to be worshiping devil, you know, in my household. But, That's just, but the thing is, know. how can you really be so sure? Because, like, you know, I think one of you said earlier, I'm just trying to buttress that, 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 that fact. You know, as you go on with time, right? Mm -hmm. Um you you get to find out who the person really is because in the yeah. beginning everything is all like you ask all these questions in the beginning and you're like oh you know are you going to be okay with this are you going to be okay with that and then as the relationship change. progresses then you start seeing certain things that were not consistent with what it was that you started with so it's like you know sometimes i this is me though i just feel like in the beginning even though it's good to let them know where you stand with certain things it's it shouldn't be um like something you should like say or um, put so much emphasis on mm -hmm. because at the end of the day the other person might start acting i guess you've watched that movie fall from grace and you saw how everything was so perfect and yeah. you know and then when she got married then she now began to realize that yeah. something is going on here you know mm -hmm.
So, um, in terms of finances, because I think he said that finances was also a uh, like big deal for you. So, um, low credit score, can't balance a checkbook type of thing. What What are your specifics? For me, I'm not even talking about low credit. When I talk about finances, I'm talking about somebody that is financially responsible. And that means um, if we have a goal as a family, we want to invest in this property, we need this down payment. Are you the kind of person we both have the same you know, goal that this is what we're going to do and not just go and spend money? I'm not all about buying the most expensive watch, buying all these things. I want to build wealth. I want to leave our children for something do we have the same kind of financial mindset? And when people talk about, oh, money, oh, you're looking for a rich man, you're looking for a rich man. That's not what I'm saying in terms of what I'm looking for. I mean, if I get a rich man, I will not reject. I will thank the Lord and praise the Lord every single day for giving me a rich man because I love money. Money is very important. And one of the biggest issues in relationship is money. So I feel like I need to, we need to have a conversation before marriage how do we plan to run our household financially? Are you the, are we going to be sharing bills 50, 50? Are we going to, who's going to be paying what? Who's going to, we need to, I need to know how much we are in debt before we even, you know, combine together. How much do you bring home? Do you have any child support somewhere that I don't know of all these kind of things? We need to lay it on the table. This is where I am financially. Where are you financially? Can I work with you? in terms of you know building wealth well a lot of people don't really ask these questions in relationships because that's one of the reasons why a lot of marriages fail i don't really think relationships fail because of the finance i think it's more of the marriage because people actually go into marriages knowing fully well that you know they have a problem or one thing and they say oh well love conquers all you know i think people still have that mind mentality no. like <laughs> love does not conquer all people should be having you know discussions about their finances because it is one of the biggest problem in relationship i don't think it's in relationships i think it's in marriage because okay, yeah in marriage because the marriage you, yeah because you have relationship yeah because if you can pass that you know threshold and go straight into a marriage and realize that your husband has child support from 2000 and god knows one and he hasn't paid it and then it all comes into you know, so was, I disagree. I actually think it's it starts in the relationship because it lays that foundation. But people skip that part in the relationship. And people should um, be skipping that part. You know I, what I'm saying? I, people It's not like they skip it, but I think societal pressure and the pressure of just probably wanting to be married and you feel like you can maybe change a person so you 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 kind of glaze over it and in glazing over it, you 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 tell yourself you guys are going to work through it. So I don't think people knowingly skip it i just think they they choose to be blind to it yes so those are two different things i mean you if you if you go out on a date with this person or you've been going out on dates or you know being be in a relationship with a person for like two three years you would know when you say when he said oh babe you got this <laughs> and by the time he says babe you got this you know that your man ain't got much in you know, yeah. but you look at But what things. if the guy is just stingy? Some people are just naturally stingy. They don't want to spend money. They want we're, to spend your we're money. We're not even talking about being stingy. My thing is that even if you are stingy, where are you financially? Are you making like, you know, like I, I gave you an example. I talked to you about my ex. And when I found out that he was in so much debt, because I believe that credit can be fixed. 
finances can be fixed. It's all about your mindset. Right. And I sat him down and I'm like, I don't want to be the kind of girl that left you because you don't have money. I feel like anything is fixable. If you are willing to fix that, we need to have a plan. How do you plan on paying off this debt? What are you going to contribute to pay off this debt? What's your goal? And I feel like we need to fix that. We need to be on the same financial page and be on the same. We work together as a family to, you know, build something for our children before we move forward. And it is a big deal, like especially in this country where your your credit determines, you know, whether you're going to get a loan. I don't want us to be to want to buy a house and then we're denied because you you made me, you know, because of your final, you know, reckless financial decision and sometimes i feel like we all we do is talk about you know what is it emotional abuse physical abuse and all this abuse but there's something called financial abuse because i've read articles i've heard, heard people's stories of how they're planning this they're saving up this money and then they find out later that their husband or their wife withdrew twenty thousand dollars to do something this you know without their consent without them knowing there was this one i was watching where he's a medical doctor okay. and um you know the wife doesn't work and she has daughters two daughters and she's living he makes like about 300 something thousand dollars a month a year and she's living this lavish lifestyle everything on credit she has this people like she's trying to maintain that image they have you know what is it you know four different cars but wait they have all these people coming to the house to do their hair wait i'm sorry when- i'm sorry how would you have how would you make $300,000 a year and still be living off credit of something? There's some, like I say to people, it's not about how much you make. There's some people that make so much money, but they don't have one single money in their account. There's some people that don't make a lot of money. I've seen people that make like about $30,000 a year, but they have savings. Right. I've seen people that make 150000 and they're broke as hell. So it's all about, and that's what I talk about, having that financial mindset like me, because I'm not an extravagant person. Like, well, I think it's also your background of being an accountant too, because some people don't really think, they don't narrow their thoughts down to that sometimes. I've seen people that are not accountants and they still have that, they're very conscious, yeah, you know, in terms of how they spend and, you know, how to build wealth. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So we're going to go into talk about for us or people that are kind of aware. Some people are not aware because they will not have that discussion until it's too late. And uh, I'm saying people should be having that discussion before they get into marriage. You don't want to get into the marriage and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I know people like to hide their debts. Like the story I was telling you that I was watching on TV, mm-hmm. they were in so much debt and she did not like, like the bills were coming instead of her to open the bills because people don't like to see the truth. They don't like the hide behind all this social media everybody want to be like oh I'm, my husband is a doctor this i'm making this i mean all these expensive trips but people are not telling you the truth of how they're paying all those things and you're there sitting at home like hey jesus christ i wish i have this i wish i have this <laughs> yeah. and you don't know the kind of debt that, they're in right. so she gets the bill she puts it in, you know her husband was not even aware she was in charge of the bill by the time the husband realized that how much you know shitty hole they are in by then, it's like their house was going for closure. Oh and she goodness. gets all the letters. She's hiding it, hiding it. She doesn't open them. So they had to consult. What's that lady? Is it Susan? 
Susan, Susan Susie, Susie Orman. Oh, yeah, Osman, Osman. yeah for her Orman. to actually intervene. And she's talking about how we don't talk about financial abuse right. in relationship. People just, oh, I'm in love. Oh, he loves me and all this stuff. Yeah, love is very important. But how do you run a family? You need money to run family. Okay, so let's digress a, a little bit. So I know we've talked about this whole financial thing and there's also this financial abuse thing. So are you going to be the type of woman where... Um, Maybe your husband or your boy. Well, let me start with the relationship before we get into marriage, because I think that's where you lay those concrete foundations. Mm -hmm. So imagine you, you have a boyfriend who is maybe a promising footballer or all of all these like ambitions that, that are just like dreams, but they're not like actually, you know, they're not like real, you know, whatever. How should I say? Maybe you, Oh, I play football. I'm going to make this at the end of the day if I get into this. Or I play basketball. Or I'm a musician. Or it's just one thing or another. So, would you be with that type of person that make promises? You know, or has a promising career. You know, you you see that they have a potential. So, would you like date or want to marry a potential? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If the person has potential, definitely. You know, let's say for example, you're in school. You're going to, let's say, for example, you're in medical school or right. you're That's studying to be a lawyer mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't mind supporting you financially because I know there's you have the future there to actually, when you finish, I know that, you know, money will start ruling. You know, I love money. <laughs> so I don't mind investing in those kind of people. But the I ones see... that I don't have, I have problems, the ones that make all this problem like i want to be a comedian okay yeah exactly comedians. so that's what i was talking about like you know you have you, to be realistic yeah comedians they make money when you make it right so but, that's what i'm asking do you want to be with that type of person you know you have people they want to play football they want to play basketball no, call me they when have you hit netflix <laughs> with your comedy <laughs> with your comedy i mean if they want to play football uh, but they also have a side business or something i mean right. then yeah um i mean the way I grew up, my mom would expect me to. I grew up in a family that, in a household that your parents expected, um, almost a traditional way of doing things. So go to school, get a job, not just a job, but a career, a career that can help you stabilize and become some someone or something in society. Um, but then again, I am not my parents. You know, I'm not none of them. So um, at the end of the day, if someone has a promising goal and they've worked towards that, you know, it's not all fluff, right? It's not just, oh, baby, you know, I, I'm going to do this. And the next four years, you're just saying, baby, you know, I'm going to do this. <laughs> like the, without really movie. Tyler Perry's movie. Remember the one where she get the acrimony? Oh, I haven't seen that. No, uh, but the acrimony, he actually was doing something. But for 20 something years. No, but at least he was making efforts. It yeah. was just failed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if I remember that movie, I think it, you know he would try one thing and then it would fail. He would try another thing and it would fail. So but that, I'm talking about someone that's like, baby, you, you want to climb step? You're still looking upstairs. You're like, eh, <laughs> it is there, <laughs> right? You know. So yeah, these are these like things that we deal with, and you know, as women, especially, I guess it's more like the guys who do that, and they they expect that we women. You know, because nowadays I think women are more like career oriented. 
where like I had in our even head. men nowadays before during our parents generation men don't care whether a woman is educated or, or not as long as she can take care My of her home can. yeah so they don't but now <laughs> men are actually you know they do care they want a girl a woman that can contribute to the family financially. Everybody's digging gold now. Nobody wants a liability. Nobody wants a liability. You know, yeah. and and then as women, you know, many of us we want a man that can financially support us, and that's one thing I when I talk about finances is very important. Are you the because as women we get pregnant, we go out of work. You know, in the work you know work we go out of workplace for months. Are you going to be able to support me while I'm taking care of our child while I'm gone? All these are the kind of things because I I'm tired of hustling. I want to, you know, I want to live comfortably and I don't want your, your financial mess to affect my life. I like to travel. I want to have like at least summertime every year, once a year, let us have it, take a family trip. You know, those kind of things. Can you support that? Can you support me if I fall in sick today? Are you going to be able to support me? Are you going to be able to take care of, if I die today, can I trust you with my kids that you can financially support our kids? if the shoes were i know for me i might not be the richest person but i know right now i'm financially comfortable i can take care of myself and when i talk about people always assume that oh you're looking for a rich man you're looking for a rich man and i'm like for me i can afford to take care of myself i'm looking for a man that can financially support himself and people will say oh it doesn't matter you know you just you know nobody knows tomorrow nobody knows tomorrow i know tomorrow tomorrow is uh, monday You know, people always say, nobody knows tomorrow. He can be poor today and become rich. But my thing is this. Yes, nobody knows tomorrow. But at the same time, what are you doing today that will lead to that tomorrow? And people will say, you can support a man, support a man, support a man. I've done that all my life. I'm always in a relationship where I'm supporting, supporting at the end of it. You're wasting time. You're wasting your, you know, maybe that's your reward. (laughs) My reward is on earth. They say your reward is in heaven. But me, at this point, I'm tired of supporting a man. You know, they said, oh, you never know what he's going to be tomorrow. I'm at a point where I'm ready to build with a man who has something to bring to the table. Let's, what have, what have you built? What have I built? Let's merge and build a family i'm not ready to oh what uh, baby what do you want to do what do you want to do i'm tired of that i was actually going to ask you you know if you marry a man that makes less money than you do so i guess i've never dated a man that makes more than me and i don't even make that much i have never and i keep on trying to make it work but i think when you've been burned financially as a woman at a point you're like you know what people that are marrying people that are making money they don't have 10 heads you know Right now, I need somebody that will have you. I'm not building from scratch anymore. Yeah, I think we're too old. Once you're in your thirties, yeah, I don't I'm think you want to start building from anymore. scratch. Yeah, you just you want to meet what, up, yeah. meet halfway, and see where it goes. As opposed to, oh well, let's start here, and then you start here, and then some girl from somewhere would show up and then oh, yeah. reap all your rewards. You know, yes. I mean, it always happens. I've seen that happen so many times, and then after a while, you know, some of these, th- some of these men just lose focus on. Oh, this is how we started. They just like, they see the end result. Everything looks good. And they still think that they are off market. And then they start going out to shop, you know, mm-hmm. and bring in more problems. So I guess in the financial aspect, I, I kind of totally see where you're coming from. And I would pretty much agree the same too. You know, you want to actually get a partner that's, that can, that is willing to bring you up to be better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
they should also have the same mindset as you. Yeah. And then add some, let me add one more thing about finances. You, when people, the Bible stated, build somebody with equal yoke. Sorry, I don't know how to <laughs> put it well. <laughs> you shouldn't be equal. You should yeah, be equally yoked. Equally equally and yoked. Some, yeah. sometimes it's important to be with someone that's financially equal because there's some jealousy, financial jealousy in relationship. I've been with a man that always like, oh, babe, I have this promotion I'm expecting. Uh, you know, it's like this. They're, they're not supported. You have to be with someone that is not hating on your career because you make more. And I've been with one, oh, just because you make more. Even when you say good morning, sir, it's like you said it with a different tone of voice. Yeah, because you I make guess more. it's ego. I think it's yeah. more of their ego, you know, because for men, they have, they have an ego. And I think they put us in a certain place where we're supposed to respect them in some type of way. Mm -hmm. So when you're the one who's making more or having more like to celebrate, then it becomes mm -hmm. a problem. And it's not just financially. It could just be emotional jealousy. It could mm -hmm. just be anything oh, yeah. else. I, I think it goes beyond ego. I think it's um, um, cultural. Um, right. Yeah. Because if you look at the West, you know, their thoughts and aspirations and the way you, we were born to, um, nurture, nurture and to just women persevere. Yeah. Women are receivers, not givers. You know, <laughs> when you keep persevere, a lady should be seen and not heard right, and all right. that kind of talk. Oh yeah. A guy and... actually told me that one time. I said, Oh, you have the wrong um, woman. <laughs> And, it, and, it, and it's 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 cool but then when when you're i think where i struggle with some of this stuff is that you know um my parents being educated and everything but i remember when i was trying to um leave by myself um my brothers and i used to leave together and i was trying to move on my own and i remember my mom saying oh don't do this don't don't move out don't do this and it's just from a place of culture and that's what she's known all her life. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she didn't want me to be independent, but it's just, yeah. just the advice that somebody of, you know, being, haven't been brought up in a different generation would say, would say yeah. you know, or, and, and whatever it is, even with career, I remember I talked to, I was telling someone about negotiation. Like mm -hmm. if you want, what, if you got a job and you know, they try to give you an, mm -hmm. give you an offer and. I remember mentioning like, Hey, this offer, this, somebody gave, this is what I got. And the person was like, just take it. I'm and like, I was like, nope. no, but I, I've done that before. And I, and I found out later that I could have gotten a little more. bit more. Uh, and this was coming from a guy and he really got upset. He was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, you should just take it. Suppose they take back the whole offer. And I'm so glad I didn't listen because I went back and I got a nice more. package, you know. You gotta right. ask because once you get into that job, it's hard to get right. what you have to ask upfront. And people always get scared that they're gonna lose the job or whatever. You have to see what what's the market paying, what other people in the field, what are they making, and then yeah. demand for if it's even if it's not by you know salary, you know compens. What is it? Uh, packages. You know, do I get four weeks vacation? Do I get right. to do this? You ask all those kind of things upfront because once you get into the company. You're not gonna, you know, get all that stuff. Maybe you're getting the two percent raise every year or every yeah. other year or something. I mean, financial but, independency is great. It's very you know, important. It's 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 crucial, but there are other factors. Yeah. Does he? Uh, does that he joint cook account thing yeah. too. Oh, oh, let me even say <laughs> something, something that she said about you know in terms of culture being independent. Because I remember when I was building my house, when I bought my house, it's like ah. Why are you doing that? You know, you will not marry. Men don't like women that are successful. Men don't like women that are very, you know, independent. And I feel like we use that to 
you know, in, discourage women from actually moving forward. I And then I had put, I posted it on social media. And after I made my post, about five women contacted me. And they were like, you inspired me to even want to get my own house. I have the money. I make six figures. But everybody keep on saying, ah, no, you will not marry. You will not marry. And I'm tired of waiting for this husband. I want to start building what? I want to start building equity. Five of them bought a house right after I bought a house. And they messaged me. They were asking me questions. We need to start encouraging women. And when people said, people, there's even one girl that said to me, ah, do you know the percentage of women that buy houses before they get married? You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, that, you know, that end up not getting married is like about 90 something percent. And I say to her, I'm looking for a man that is happy for me that both of us can, you know, he will, I don't need to, you know, what is it? Put down my success in order to boost a man's ego. I want a man that is very confident and be like, okay, my wife is this, my wife is this. And I appreciate that. And we come together and build together. I don't have to do, because the last relationship I've had, I feel like I have to you know, put, you know, put down my, suppress my success just to make a man feel good. I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. So you have to step it up. We'd be on the same page. Are we in this together or are we not on this together? If you want to join, you know, the team with me, what are you doing? If you're not there yet, what are you doing to get there? Okay. So I think that's just for me. But we come from a culture. We need to stop telling women, oh, don't do this so you will not get married. It's like, you know, my blogging page, there's a video I made about how our parents spend so much time raising their daughters, how to be great wives, how to be great mothers. They but they didn't put that effort in raising their sons, parents. how to be great husbands, how to be great this. It's always about women. You cook. Ah, is that how you're going to be feeding your husband salty food? You know, when you, but men, there are a lot of shitty ass men out there. Sorry, I'm not bashing men, but there are a lot of shitty ass men out <laughs> well, there though, right? that, you know, uh, there's shitty women out there too. Right. But, you know, we can't just keep on blaming women for everything. And, you know, this is a different topic that we're going into, but, you know, that's my own take in finances. When it comes to finances, we have to be equally yoked right. and have the same mindset. I don't want to be poor. I'm poor already. I can't continue to be poor every day. <laughs> Are you just <laughs> You're but not yeah. poor. You're not poor. A whole land lady like you. Eh? Built house from scratch. It's not easy. <clears throat> but anyway, so we're done with the financial. So what was the third what was your third deal breaker? Sex. Ha! Sex. That's a that's a, that's a tough topic. It is very important. Like I said, I cannot be having bad I, I had bad sex in my twenties. I can't be having bad sex in my thirties. I'm sorry. So we have, I have to be, so I feel like a lot of women, we just keep on lying to ourselves from the culture we came from. Oh, you cannot express this. You cannot, you'll be looked at white. Yeah. I'm a white girl. Like I need it. I need it. Okay. So let me, let me, let me get dirty here. Mm -hmm. When you say bad sex, Mm -hmm. what's bad sex? What is that? I want your definition of good sex. Bad sex is squirting. (laughs) I'm done. And then you're sitting there lying there like, what the heck? What was this? So what's your definition of good sex then? Good sex is me when I'm satisfied. He's satisfied. We're like, okay, we sleep off. But some people, I feel like I, I cannot. You could be tired and just tired, just like, oh, okay, yeah, let's sleep. No, off. if I, well, if we're gonna do it, we have to, you know. And we come from a culture where a lot of men are selfish in bed. They just feel like a woman should not express herself sexually. I'm sorry if the sex is not good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you. I'm no longer, I'll touch here, touch here. This is what I like. This is what I'm not going to sit there and just be like, okay, okay. And then I feel like a lot of women just be lying just to boost men ego. And then some of them faking, you know, orgasm and making it seem like, oh my gosh, they had this. No, tell the truth. If women are honest when it comes to, 
second, you know, what goes on behind clothes. A lot of men will cry. All this thing I see on social media. Ah, ah I can last for one hour. I can last for 30 minutes. I can last, I say, until, until then. Once, some of them, you open, you, they drop their pants. You're like, where's the rest? Somebody kidnapped <laughs> But see, 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 but we're, I think, I think those are two different things, right? The package versus the The action, package and performance you know, goes yeah. hand in hand. I'm not I'm really. I'm over here speechless. I, 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 I would, uh, I think I would disagree with that. Not really. Um, so, but let's go back to what that definition of good sex. So what's your definition of good sex? Good sex is that I am satisfied. I'm not faking orgasm. For you play, know the right for place. Important oh, yeah, it's very important to me. It's a deal breaker for me. Oh, that's one of your deal breakers too? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, it's a deal breaker for so me. So there are not some days where you just be like, man, I just want him. I just want him now. I'm it's, not doing no whole thing. It's a deal breaker for me because <laughs> man, everything cannot be, baby, that, let me touch you here. Because my thing is that everybody's <laughs> body is different. I know that's the fastest way for me to achieve orgasm, and that's the best way for... And, and not everybody know, you know, knows how to do that. I've seen some men where you're like, are you done? Come out. You know, you know, get up. You know, you. I, I just feel like sex is a very personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's something... I, I have to enjoy and I want you to enjoy you too. And I'm like, when you're in the bedroom, it's not even about you anymore. You're trying to satisfy your really partner. Right. I don't want to be with someone that is just very selfish. Once they're satisfied, ah, they sleep off. I'm like, <laughs> like you just finished drinking water. I'm like, my friend, wake up. Cold water. My friend, wake up. What, what is this nonsense? Wake up immediately. Uh, uh-huh. You know, and you know, we just need to stop shaming women in our culture that, you know, no, what, what do you have to bring to the bedroom? Right. Uh-huh. No, but when you see, I think, I mean, it's, it's a rare cases you have, you meet someone and then you guys just bang it out and it's magical. I think the person has to know you and what you yeah. like, and, mm-hmm. you know, so you, the first time, especially when you're talking to someone. Oh, the that first time, it's never great. You, <laughs> well, you, you well, grow again, into it. Again, you, you, I mean, you get there are some people that you just have that instant chemistry with. Chemistry is different from sex. Yeah. No, no, no. But you, have to, no. you have sexual have chemistry. chemistry. Okay. Yeah. Not necessarily, but no, no. That session, there are some people that are just like so good. It's like, oh my God. Then you become addicted to the sex it's called yeah you know when it's time for you to leave the relationship you're like oh, oh my god oh, then you go start begging oh, oh. Was love. <laughs> <laughs> you go back <laughs> you'll be like um hi i haven't talked to you in a week are you okay mm-hmm. um i think you left your shirt here oh i mm-hmm. think i left something there and then before you know you get back to that little you know, rendezvous. Uh-huh. It's, it's called, no, it's called <laughs> Now you are telling us the I am truth. not telling <laughs> no, Where no, have no. you been going at 2 a.m.? Eh? Yeah, oh, where has he been coming to at 2 a.m.? No, girls, my room, my bed, uh, uh, my pillow. Uh, 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 oh, okay, the pillow is involved too. And let me see that pillow. <laughs> Dildo. <laughs> we need yeah, to go about okay, so. Okay, so that means you like. You, you, you also like toys. Actually, I, don't have, I don't have any. No, no, no. But you don't I'll, have to have any. So, like, if you meet a guy who likes, who is into stuff like that. Yes, you experiment together. Right. Mm. We have to be, you so know, such The only one I will too? not experiment is the anus. <laughs> I am not having anal sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, don't I just never really thought, I never really, like, I will not understood the point of being stimulated where shit comes out of yeah i'm like, like i don't just get it i mean but hey again by by now you guys should know i i like to see a balanced approach mm-hmm. but 
puke comes out from your mouth too, but you kiss. <laughs> I'm just well, like, I mean, kissing again. It, I mean, being a biology major, of course, kissing is even like biology. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. It's a it's form it. of it's a form of bonding. Mm-hmm. So Heller. Oh really? Yeah. If he grabs your ass and like right, and <laughs> me too. There are two other. No, it no don't look for like, me. You know, and no ass eating. I'm sorry. You don't eat. You don't. No, like I don't. Eat, I don't eat ass. Mm-mm. But you know that. that I once okay. dated a guy who used to tell me about a white girl that liked to eat his ass, and I'm like, ew. I don't. Mm-mm. And he and he like he was a Scorpio, so when it comes to sex, he he would want to. He's like, oh my god, babe, I'm going to marry you if you could just make your ass clap for me. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, you should mm-hmm. put a peg and like, boom. Mm-hmm. Those are two, two things I would not do: eat ass and anal sex. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. And then woman, you know, woman. Th- I, I don't do what is it? Uh, menage menage a trois. No, I don't. You're do not that. a menage a quatre. Mm-hmm. So like open good. marriage and you know all this swinging. No, you don't want to be a swinger. I don't do all of that. I'm a one man at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Go. I'm. I don't know. Let me just like yeah. You know, let's move on to the next. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, um, so even talking about sex, you have you to know, be sexually compatible. You have to be sexually compatible. Talking about like birth control, you know, have you ever? Is that something you've ever discussed in in a relationship? Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah, so we discussed about who, that. Who is the one that gets to use the birth control, you or him? You know, I know they have these male con. Well, but it's the, not enough. The guys, the it's market. not. Yeah, yeah, guys, you know, don't like using condoms. At the end of it, you as a woman, you have to decide: is this the person you want to have kids with? You know, if we're if not that married, that's that decision. Then there shouldn't be any yeah. baby mamas or baby daddies. But yeah, right. Yeah. But, is that, but yeah. yeah, that's exactly what she's saying. So you decide to have kids for the rest of your life, and then you get pregnant for a dude, and then like in nine months or ten months, then your relationship crashes. So what happens to all the things you were talking about? Then it's, it is life. Life doesn't no, always but, go but, the way but you see, plan that's it. the whole problem. Life doesn't go the way you plan it, but childbirth and birth control and sex are very. I think that should actually be. The top of your list yeah actually on my past relationship we talked about it okay we talked so about uh what is it um i i told him i'm not ready to have kids and so what I, was so birth control birth control because so. my thing is that he, you know he's like oh if it's not you know he does what was it um that he, he was ready to have kids but i told him i was not ready because to me i feel like we're not financially where both of us are and I wasn't at that financial state for me to start having kids because kids in this country they're very expensive, but very. Ex- you, but I think when you're in your thirties, right? I don't think there's a right time to be ready, especially yeah. after you've gone through school and then yeah. you're working. I don't really think there's a time to be ready to have kids. I mean, I know accident happened, because- but at the same time, you can plan around it. To see where, okay, yeah, I want to start trying to have But kids. what's the definition to... of also being ready? Right. Me, I felt like I wasn't financially ready but... at that time. Okay. In terms of me having kids. Okay. But, I mean, even nowadays, sometimes I even wake up, I'm like, do I even want to have kids? If I'm being <laughs> honest to myself. Right. And sometimes I'm like, oh, they're so cute. I want one, you know. But my thing is that, because <laughs> sometimes I come back from work, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm like, I don't know how people would... Three kids, four kids, how they survive. It right. is stressful in this country having kids. At least we come from a culture back home where people help you. People help you. You have nanny. You have, like, I have some friends that, like, EJ, I had to stay home and work because the cost of, you know, daycare is more than what I'm making. 
And then it's like, we have to live off of my husband's salary and we're struggling with it. So to me, we live in a country where you can't just pop out kids. I know accident happen. You know, sometimes you've end up, nobody wants to have a kid and raise a kid all by themselves. Sometimes you end up in a marriage where you have to divorce. And me, I'm a big supportive. If you're not happy, my happiness comes first. If you're not happy, don't ever allow shame for, for you to remain in a marriage that you're not happy, you're sad, you're miserable, and all in the name of, oh, what people will say, and you continue to suffer. If divorce is the case for you, divorce, and you guys plan on taking how to take care of your kids. Sometimes, I, and I, that's what I say to women, we're the we're the main thing when it comes to having kids because it's your body we always end up with the shorter shorter end of the stick yeah. because a man will my my friend said to me ej my husband will come in let's say a, a friend call him be like oh boy there's a party he'll be like oh boy i'll be there and then he leaves and you know <laughs> or maybe somebody invite both of them they can't find nanny she ends up staying he ends up going because at the end of it you're the one that spent more time with your kids some men don't have that emotional attachment we have with the you know you know women have with their children so at the end of it you have to think to yourself is this the kind of person i want to have kids, kids with, with. Right. um if anything happens to me today with this person be able to take care of their kids like i'd rather be with i cannot date a man that has a child somewhere and it's not involved in that child's Child life, life. Right. because that shows me that if anything happens, you would do the same thing to my kids. Right. Like I don't have a problem dating a man that has a child, as long as you don't have multiple children with, you know, one child I can, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that, but are you part of that child's life? If you're not, that's a, a deal breaker. That's a red flag for me. Well, again, I, I don't want you to say that that should be a deal breaker for you because you don't even know like the extent of the relationship with the I don't child's care. mom. I no, don't care. Because there to. are some women no, that... No, 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 no. You have to build relationship with your son. No, I have... You, listen. There's court system. You okay. have to go through the court system. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. With your Right. Kids. When it comes to child support, yeah, they'll go through the court system. But... What if the mom, you know, there are some women that could be bitchy. You can't see this child today. You can't see this child, you My know, dear. and then it becomes a problem. You cannot force things. If she places a restraining order on you, you can't see the child. It doesn't really matter. That's why we go through the court system. If you have to make an effort, because I don't have a relationship with my dad. I would like my children to have a relationship with their dad. But my thing is that as a man, as a person, this is your seed out there. You have to take what you have to do, what you have to do. I don't care if the woman is a bitchy person or not. You need, you don't need to have a relationship with her. If you guys have to exchange your children at the police station or whatever, <laughs> but you need to have relationship with your children. If the court have to decide that, I, that's but just it I think for it's me. more complicated than that, especially if you are not in their shoes. I yeah. Those are the kind of topics that I tend to avoid because... I've had several scenarios where, you know, the guy would say, hey, I have tried. And this woman has hidden my children away from me. And, you know. And it's sad. Women do that. It's sad. So we don't know. I mean, sometimes we like to blame the men, but right. we don't know. We don't know the, the complexities story, so. around that. So yeah. it's it's a tough situation know. because some men would they will try because I had an ex, you know, that was back in early 2000s. And he had a child by someone and because he was talking to me on the phone, she refused to allow the child spend time with him unless she went to work. Mm -hmm. And so I told him, I said, well, maybe you should talk to me when you get back to Atlanta because then the child and the mom live in Arkansas. 
And so he went to spend Christmas with them. And of, of course, he was talking to me on the phone while the child was playing. And he's like, oh, you're talking to your girlfriend. Oh, so that's how it is. That's how you take care of the kid. Well, you can't have her unless I go to work. So, you know, there are some people like that and there's nothing you can do. And these are people who decided on their own that, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to raise a child. And this doesn't even include the court system. You don't want to put the kids through a court system because it's really very difficult. It's not just for you. It's also for the kid themselves too. Yeah, that's So it has true. to look at it that way, you know. That's true. Right. But me, I, at the same time, I would like to know what effort have you made? I guess if, you know, in based on what she guy just said yeah you just don't give up and be like oh she's yeah you know, i don't what, think did you make any effort yeah that should be part be of a, your kids i don't think for me i don't think that would be a deal breaker unless i really know or i'm in the situation like i know what the story is mm -hmm. and i mean i know some people will paint a story so that they make themselves look like a saint mm -hmm. but unless you know what's going on in you know behind closed doors That's what true. is this child dealing with then i don't think that should be a deal breaker because sometimes some men don't even know how to handle things like that. And, you know, if you're in your life, maybe you can help them handle it better. And then they'll be oh, like, sure. okay, maybe I can spend this much time with this child today. I can spend this much time with this child, you know, this week. Mm -hmm. And then they start building the relationship because usually that's why you're there. You can't meet a perfect person and say, oh, well, this oh, yeah. person is perfect. You know, you come into the, the person's life and you compliment them. So they're learning from you just like you're learning from them. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the way Definitely. I see it. So... But yeah, so that's the one we went from sex to having children. Anyways, hey, sex, about sex well, children. children is also under also sex. sex. <laughs> you know, that's a product of sex. Yes, yeah. yes. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. And, and I guess my final deal breaker is communication. I feel like we have to be able to communicate. I like, think that should have even been the first one. First one, well, yeah, think, that's true because communication, communication because if yeah, you, you can't go past, true. if you cannot even communicate at all, I don't even see any reason why you should be in a relationship. Yeah. You know, for me, when it comes to communication, one of the biggest problems that I have, and I had that with one of my exes, is I don't like, I'm a very transparent person. Mm -hmm. You know, I say how I feel and I talk about things the way they come to me. So if I have to filter what I have to say to uh -huh. you, then I don't think I really want to date you. I don't want to hide anything. You know, I don't want to, you know, you know, I had a boyfriend where, you know, you tell him something and then you not start blaming yourself. Like, why did I even tell him? Because, uh -huh. you know, you start feeling some type of way. And I don't ever want to feel like I'm going to be reprimanded for something. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, I want to come to you. I want to tell you this. I see you as my best friend. I see you as yeah. someone I want to share everything with. And I come to you and I tell you, oh, okay, babe, this, 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 and this. And then, you know, I don't want you to judge me. Mm -hmm. Because there are some people, they start with, oh, so this is how you are. And da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. no, yeah. you know? That's the same thing with this last guy I was talking about. I was like, I feel like we can't even communicate i feel like you're judging me yeah, without before... even knowing i was like dude you have so much baggage right. that i'm actually you know managing you were married before you have a kid you have this custody battle that you're going through and and i didn't judge you over that you have this financial mess you're going through i didn't judge you over that but then all of a sudden you're telling me because i said i enjoy sex this way and it's like, oh, you know, you're, I'm like, right. I was like, I can't even talk to you about anything. And then it's like, oh, it's not everything you must say. I say, yeah, if I'm in a relationship with you, I should be able to talk, to, talk you to you about things about I like, right. things that I, I don't like. But, you know, 
communication I, is very yeah, important. Yeah, well, I, I, I am hundred percent in support of communication, but I think it's how we communicate. Oh to, yeah, that's true. Tone um, of voice. You know, I'm the kind of person like if if I'm a ten, let's say I'm getting angry, mm-hmm. and that's when you want to go, <laughs> you know, do a battle of words with me. Oh, We're God. not gonna get there. So I now know that the kind of men that I I prefer are ones that know how to actually make me feel stupid <laughs> when I'm going off the rails or whatever the case may be. And I can come back and say, hey, I wasn't very tactful, you know, in my approach. And I, I would be one to admit that. So it's not just communication. It's how we communicate. But yeah, you have then, to learn so you don't actually want someone to make you look stupid because no. that's also being condescending. No, no, no. But you will look stupid because you feel stupid, not because the person is making you feel stupid. It's almost like, let me give you an example. Let's say somebody did something to you and your typical habit is, you know, just, oh, why did you do this? Why did you do this? Uh, didn't you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, and the person, you know, some of those that somebody might be triggered to say, why are you talking to me like that? I mean, are, are you okay? You know, and that starts an argument. Now, if you say, hey, uh, I just want to understand the reason behind this. You know, you're giving the person grounds to open up you are making the person not come the person is not going to feel defensive in that approach so the person is going to say probably say something like well um i did this but i didn't think about it this way so it's not you've said the same thing but you've communicated it differently and it's something that you know you have to learn that one out it's it's the one size approach does not fit all right so um each relationships you gotta know what treat what what Most that triggers, triggers yeah. are you know and and how your man is so just because your man is tall deck and handsome and past relationship and you see another tall deck and handsome one you're dating now right. and you didn't equate the both of them the same no you know some may be an introverted extrovert like myself you know um or they could be a whole lot extroverted uh, and that's actually different you know so you guys have to find a way so you can communicate from you know uh, here to God knows where, but communicating better and efficiently is the bottom line. You know, talk about things, talk about how they bug you, but talk about them in a way that it makes sense for your man to understand mm-hmm. and for you to understand him too. So, well, but one of the things I also realize is some people don't listen to understand, they just listen yeah. to a reply. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, you said this. They're not paying attention to what you said or how mm-hmm. you said it. Mm-hmm. They just ha- want to have a response. They want to sound smart. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just say, oh, well, babe, I don't like that jacket. Uh, hey, I know, I knew. You're going to tell me you don't, you, of course, you never like anything I wear. So, so, so here's what I'll tell you there. You've not learned your man or who that person is. Well, I, I feel like we live in a society now where people don't know how to communicate. Even in the workplace, social media has ruined things. People... People will even text, everything is text messages. People don't even have normal conversation anymore. And people are even reading the tone of the text message. Yeah, and that's like why I read your like voice to... in the, me- the yeah, text message. That's even I... though that's not what you said. Yeah, that's, that's what why... somebody said to me. Why are you shouting? I said, how do you know I'm shouting? Like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> like, when at my old job, we had, um, what is it, the Skype? Mm-hmm. You know, the Skype chat. And this guy, my nobody had an office at that company, even the CEO. It's like an open concept. This guy literally sits right next to me. Like, I can even reach my hand like this and slap him. But then he will send me a message. Hey, EJ, where is this general entry? I'm like, oh my gosh, if you send me this text, like this chat, like, just ask me, like, why are you texting me? 
like people don't know how to communicate even and i think that's one of the biggest issues i have when it comes to dating communication the initial communication that even leads to relationship like somebody will be bugging you bugging you bugging but okay how was for example nice? let's say what i go to a doing? party now and somebody sees a guy will see you there before a guy will walk up to you i mean it's like you know that time you will ask somebody as one of your fave five and you're waiting till 9 p.m. So right, when you get three minutes to call them, and then sometimes if they call you on the house phone, that you're trying to log into AOL.com or whatever, we and then your mom would be like, Who's on this line? Who's holding up the internet? You know, something like that. I miss those days when a guy would walk up to you and say, What's your number? And you write it down. Write it down. Nowadays, men, they will see you at a party. And they will not say a word to you. Then they, they, when they leave the party, they go and add you on Facebook or social media. <laughs> then they will start messaging you. Or even if they ask you for your number, the next thing you get the text, uh, WYD. I'm like, don't ask me that. <laughs> like, they, every, you know, I know that thing. Every, me, yeah, like, every morning, uh, good morning. <laughs> and then I respond, good morning, how are you? They don't respond the whole day until the next day. I'm fine, are you? And, and I'm like, okay, stop me. There's one every day. Good morning, good morning, nothing else. One day I said to him, he, What is good about morning? Are you not tired of this morning? It's there's afternoon, there's night. Why is it always good morning? It's the best time of the day. <laughs> I'm like, Stop this. And then sometimes they will ghost on you right. for no reason. And then maybe a month later, or a year later, they will say to you, Hey, now after you, don't forget about me. I'm like, Oh my, oh my gosh. Am I having amnesia? Last time I remember we were supposed to have a date. Dude, you never showed up. And all of a sudden you're asking me, uh, an hour for you, you don't forget about me. Okay, like there was to be what, fair, women do the same thing, probably even worse. Let's, yeah, let's, but you know, that's what I'm saying. We live yeah. in general in general, you know, uh, uh what is this? Um uh, uh, the era where everything is texting texting people don't want to have real conversation we have all this virtual friendship where people are not even you know it's hard you piss me off now and i'll go on social media and block your ass i'll block your instagram block you facebook block right. you everywhere and that blocking thing yeah. i think is actually petty because it's, yeah it just makes me feel like you have i have so much power i mean yeah. that was one of my things for 2020 though like i don't think i want to block anybody so it's like let's have a, a normal friends, conversation you know, you know, Lola, you hurt me, and I would like to do, you know, how, but then, you know, I, I, we've gotten to a point where people just block. I know there's some people like me, I got to a point, I was like, if you're giving me a headache now, I'll cut you off. And if I've tried my best to solve a relationship with you, and you I'll cut you off. But now I'm like, okay, let's have a conversation. But some people don't want to have conversation. Yeah. So communication is a big problem for me when it comes to dating now. So, Not only with between a man, even girlfriends and, you know, all this communication right. is a problem. We don't know how to communicate. So not everyone is going to communicate well with you. Not everyone is going to get that spark with you. And at the end of the day, it's okay. You know, um, and that's what I've learned. Um, so I want to go back to one of the things you mentioned about when a guy sees other party and doesn't want to talk and all that stuff then adds you. Uh, I, and I mentioned, I had the same conversation with a group of guys a while back and I was told some of them don't know how to, and it might sound crazy and stupid. And I'm not, I'm not justifying what this particular guy may have done or not, but just try to see from one point, he, another point of view, you know, where this guy probably is thinking about 10 different things and how he's going to approach you. And he's like, okay. Suppose I go in front of you and first of all, you probably have a 
be dressed in face or whatever right. and he's already mm-hmm. thinking <laughs> that she might she slap might me right or now. then maybe you have all your friends there and he's like oh somebody's gonna cough block maybe that other the whatever the case may be and then he's thinking all that stuff and he's just saying you know what let me take a simple approach so that you can see someone behind the profile you can know who the person is who I, I am in some kind of way. You know, at least, you know, I have an account, I have friends, I've communicated. So when I say hi to you and maybe strike up the conversation about how we saw at the party, uh, maybe what, how I couldn't talk to you, then maybe you might be inclined to talk. Maybe you might be, it, you might be inclined to say hi. But I also think it's not just a problem of guys not knowing how to talk. It's also a problem of the West. And when I say the West, maybe... Maybe not just so necessarily the West, but um, U.S. in particular, because I've traveled all over the world, and I remember communicating with someone through <laughs> um, the translation app um, oh, in, yeah. in 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 um, the young? in 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 no not no in in Chile. And this guy wanted to talk to me, and my Spanish is if you know anything about my Spanish, even though I got an A in class. I just add A to everything. <laughs> so I met this guy at, you know, at a grocery store um, because I got this apartment, um, hotel apartment. I was like, okay, well, let me do some cooking. Went down the store. And this guy was just following me and he walked up to me and he couldn't speak a lick of English and I couldn't, you know, my Spanish was just as bad. But we ended up translating and we, we he met me the next day, showed me around and it was weirdly cute, you know. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you tried to make that communication thing work. You had to go past the language barrier. Exactly. And it was still fine. But I think because we're so... It's a beautiful thing that we're in this 21st century now, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, and, and we're all technologically advanced and all that stuff. But I think it also hinders us because we're we're moving too fast. Uh, and we, we, in some ways, we've forgotten that little step of meeting someone. I always tell people, if I, whatever I travel, I have the best time and I come back to the U.S. and I'm angry, you know, once I just get to the airport, like, <laughs> I'm like suddenly angry, you know, you're like, what's wrong with you? Because of those little things that we forget to do, or I have eaten random things from random strangers, or when you see a kid and you wave at them, and their parents actually encourage you to wave at them. Yeah, you just see the parents move the kids to the side, right, <laughs> you know? Right. So there's so many factors. My point is, um, this idea of being technologically advanced and savvy and in a modern country where we have way too much, maybe... We, we should go back to the time of our parents' age. Maybe maybe that it's simplifies things. It's not even that things. far. I think in the time where we had pagers, you know? I mean, where before you call somebody, too. you have to know, you know, like, people really talk. Look at, you, okay, was it um last weekend, my friend had her 40th birthday. We went to Vegas. And we were sitting at the table. Everybody was on their phone. And I, I, I looked at everybody. I said, you know what? We all should put our, you know, like that. Put, like, it's so sad. All of us, you, you guys, you came from Canada. I came from Houston. You came from Florida. You know, you came from Bay Area. Like, and we're just sitting here. Nobody's talk, talking. 
why are we here if we can't even have simple conversation everybody's on social media ah did you see this one? Oh, this picture that i took oh no can you take retake a picture you know people we need to learn how to start talking again but again even with that too some people it's not necessarily about the communication thing too i think some people at this point don't know how to like start a conversation they don't know how to start and hold one mm-hmm. because that's also one that's of my deal breakers too because mm-hmm. you you meet a dude and all he talks about are good his morning. accomplishments or good morning, good morning and good doing? night uh-huh. and then it's like there's nothing in between there are no like intelligent questions in between you know you know you ask me so why don't you be the one to trigger it let's say the guy's a nurse so let's just say it's like so what's the most interesting thing that happened today at work right i mean you know? i could have those kind of discussions right but when a person is the first person to start a discussion and then you start a good morning, just like she said, mm-hmm. and then um, you how is your night? Oh, and my then night you don't respond good. again to the and next day. And then you don't respond until a few hours later. And then you're the one asking the questions. So I don't even get the chance to ask those type of questions. Mm-hmm. Or I go on a date with you and then you start telling me about how many cars you've had or what, what year, what model, or what edition. Or you just go on and on and then it's like that means you're a little shallow. You don't have, you don't, Oh, may, like you said, maybe see, I don't, I, when it comes to like first dates or whatever, I, unless the person does, it's not even necessarily first dates. It's just some people just are naturally, like, communication leads to relationship. If we, right. if we click, you know, right up front, then we can, you know, try to, I, I get that. I just feel like, you know, sometimes you also don't get that spark immediately. You also need to work on it. You know, if there's sometimes there's some people, she said this part. No, no, no. There's some people you see like right now, even not even relationship. You would just click. Maybe you guys would just click over a trip to Vegas. Right. And then when you get into the relationship, uh you guys will not work out. Not even that. There's some people, they like spark immediately. And then they're like, oh, everything is cool and nice and perfect. And then when they're in the relationship, there are so many things, so many triggers, so much stuff. They can't even get along. Exactly. So it's yeah. like, oh, but they were good for each other. They, they finished each other's sentences. They, they, right, they, they, right. You know, and so, it's like you still and, wonder and not what happens. And that's that's what I always say. People, not every relationship must end in uh, the friendship must end in relationship or whatever. There's some people you just are supposed to be friends with, right. and at the same time, when people say, "Well, it's different being friends with somebody than being in a relationship." Like, and that's why I say to people, I don't recommend people when it comes to relationship because I can say to you, ah, Lola is the sweetest person on earth. She did this. She's the sweetest. Lola can come out and be the sweet. She's bubbly. Everybody loves Lola. Nobody hates Lola, but you don't know how Lola is behind closed door right. because I never live with Lola as a friend. Lola is a great person. In a relationship, Lola could be abusing her husband right. behind closed door. Right. And that's why sometimes people don't believe people when they come out and say, this person is abusive. This person is doing this to me. Because I'm like, ah, what do you mean? Lola, that is so sweet, always smiling. And you know, how can you say this about Lola? You know, but then they're dying inside. There's right. a video I made and I posted a few couple of, you know, in my blogging page. I'm like, people, as long if you did not live behind that closed Close door, door, you don't really, know you don't know what people are it's, going. Yeah. And that's true. I actually agree with you because sometimes somehow too, I didn't even get to know my friends until I got to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. It's either we go away on a weekend or they come to visit me or I mm-hmm. go to visit them. And then you realize 
like oh wow, this, person this person is, is shitty is like, yeah, so, like, oh my what gosh the heck? so you know sometimes it's always good to just like that yeah. when you have that surface thing it's it's good but in a relationship i actually want to be friends with my man mm-hmm. i don't want to just be in a relationship all mm-hmm. lovey because at the end of the day if you guys break up or whatever i mean it, some people say it's not necessary to be friends with whoever it is but then um you know but then it's either your friends or you're not friends at the end of the day you're not always going to have sex every day at the end no. of the day you're not always going to be you know whatever then but that then friendship that friendship to has to be there yeah because i've seen some guys i'm like okay i know we we make great friends but i know when it comes to the relationship it's not gonna work out because when you're in a relationship you expect the expectation is different compared to being friends. Right. You know, there's something you want them to call you, you want them to touch you. What there's certain things you expect that your spouse do for you, but as a friend, I can't expect that from you. Right. You know, so but I don't know. It's just it's very important to me. I have to be able to see you as a I have to be able to talk to you about anything that bothers me. And we both have to be on the same, you know, page. You know, we, we have to match when it comes to communication. Can you talk to me about what's bothering you? Do we need to go to therapy? Because me, that's the problem I have with Africans. Well, no one is therapy. We don't, we, we don't. We don't need to. I beg. Yeah, but you know, too far. which yeah. one? Why I mean, before we... we get into the, you know, but it's all part of communication. Yeah. Therapy. Is... If we're in that, if we're in a marriage, you know, and all that stuff, therapy. you go that... for deliverance. <laughs> no, I will go for therapy. Like sometimes, yeah. because sometimes as human beings, and people always think that, oh, if you're going to therapy, you're crazy. No, no, I it's know. It's not that you you're being crazy. It's just that sometimes you need a third party that is not, you know. Bias. Bias, you know, to actually, maybe, maybe the way I talk, you know, so I'd be like, oh, I didn't know I talked like that. And, you know, it's all about right. communication. I see what you're saying. So, and, and it's sad that we come from a culture where once somebody hears that, oh, they're going through therapy. Ah, this person is crazy. No, you're not crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you need somebody to talk to. Right. About, you know, and, and like, it's don't let anybody shame you. If you have to talk to somebody nowadays, it's even part of insurance package that companies offer. Call somebody and talk to somebody. People are dying all the time, so committing much. suicide right. because of shame. They don't want anybody to hear they're going through this. Talk to somebody. It's very important. Yeah, it's very important. Me, I will go to therapy in a second. It's just I haven't had anything that would lead me to therapy. Yeah. But if I have to go to therapy, I will go to therapy. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I guess we have covered all the four sections and then we're going to like you know, glaze over it, do a tad bit of a summary and we'll be wrapping up the show. Yeah, we got to listen to Judith and Ada Inugu talk about the deal breakers in relationships and Ada Inugu was able to give her four top deal breakers. Um, God, sex, communication and finances. And there are other deal breakers from other people who are not... um, on the podcast, but these are like written out pod, um, deal breakers. Someone wrote that cheating is not acceptable. Another person talked about poor hygiene, you know, um, body odor, bad breath. That's a turn off, and it will not guarantee a second date. Uh, clinginess is also one of the other deal breakers. I also think it's going to be a deal breaker for me because I just don't like people who are clingy people who can't um be in their own space 
they feel the need to always text you or call you and you know then they make you feel bad for not allowing them up in your space when you really need to I guess there should be a boundary between when you should be able to communicate properly and when you're just borderline annoying um going on a date and listening to someone talking non-stop without allowing you have an input is also a deal breaker um you won't even be able to communicate your feelings you know um smoking smoking used to be my real big deal breaker if you smoke which is not in until i actually dated someone who smoked um i decided to try to see if um they would change on their own and he tried to make the effort tried to use the patch it didn't work out so i guess um smokers are just a deal breaker for some people i just tried to accept it because if i had a habit or an addiction and i was really in love with someone i would expect the person to probably compromise or try to you know well maybe i'm making an unrealistic expectation but um for some people smoking is a deal breaker um having no manners pretty much just being plain rude um texting on the phone while you have a date or someone in front of you being rude to people like the waiters or people who um have or seem to be beneath a certain person, that's a deal breaker. I once had a friend who um, called, who refused to accept him a wet, an engagement ring because um, the guy she was dating at the time was rude, you know. And she said, if you could be rude to someone else, how are you going to treat me in a marriage? I think it took a lot for her to actually come up to that realization. And I don't think a lot of people would um hold the other person accountable as much not being able to hold a convo is one of my biggest pet peeves um should i say it's a relationship deal breaker yes because if we're going to start a relationship or end up spending the rest of our lives we should be able to have a conversation about pretty much anything the weather math what's going on on the news um and be able to make reasonable decisions so you should be able to have a conversation not what are you doing? How was your night? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. After a while, it kind of gets annoying. But anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And I hope to hear from you. If you have any um, suggestions, anything you want to talk about, shoot me an email. It's whistlingbeautiful at gmail.com. And I hope you have a wonderful week. All right. Bye. I hope you had an amazing time on the Whistling Beautiful podcast today. Hope the topic was inspiring and refreshing. And I hope to see you again on the very next episode. Have a wonderful one. Thank you.
It's a Whistling Beautiful Day. Welcome to the Whistling Beautiful Podcast. It's a personal journal, which is also a podcast that focuses on personal stories and life events, love relationships, food, health and fitness, lifestyle, money, pretty much anything you can talk about and all things beautiful. I am your host, Whistling Beautiful, also known as Lola, and I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Thank you.